Welcome to Dorky Dorky Literature Club, the only podcast that won't break your heart. My name is Seth. I'm JJ. And I'm JP. And we are going to talk about some fanfiction, uh, maybe some crossovers. I'm sure we've got a, uh, maybe not extensive, because that sounds like a lot. But, you know, <laughs> we've got a couple of things uh, down the pipeline. But before we get into all of that, have you guys been up to anything lately? Nope. Uh-huh. Well, I... Uh, just today, did a couple of things. I bought Spyro. Never beat the games when I was a kid, I don't think. Um, I'm sure they're probably much easier now that I'm an adult. Uh, made a GameStop employee sad, because I canceled two pre-orders, and apparently he has to take the hit? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> well, now I guess I see why he's sad. Cause, but, I mean, it's not my fault. It's my fault, but like I don't care. Anyway, uh, <laughs> after he hears this, he's going to be double sad. Yeah, well, it's he should have called off today, I guess. Um, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption 2, which I really like a lot, but there are a few things. I think it's, like, I think it's a really good game, but also, like, don't tell me how to enjoy the game, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't really need to see Arthur cooking each individual piece of meat. Just let me... Maybe the first time, that's fine. But then after that, let me, like, Does, hold, does holding the button to cook do anything? Yeah, it speeds it up. Yeah, it makes it go a little bit faster. That's it? Does it make it better? No. What's just the a, point? To, if <laughs> you don't want to wait. <laughs> if you want just a little bit of your time back, then... Yeah, I thought it was gonna go into like a Monster Hunter mini game. Like you that's gotta, what I thought you gotta too. Get the brownness just right. And it's like oh, because sometimes piece of meat. Because like the fish in particular, it's really easy to see like uh, when it browns. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I like, but no, nope. guys, stop. No, no, nope. doesn't, doesn't matter. No, I'm gonna make this coffee fucking perfect. Nope. No, doesn't matter. It, none of it matters. Uh, also, one thing in particular that I think was probably uh, I don't know if the word is overhyped, but I guess. Um, there was too much emphasis put on it in the game. Is like you can talk to every single NPC, but you can do that in a lot of like JRPGs, like uh, all those old Final Fantasies. I'm pretty sure all the NPCs that you can reach, you can talk to. Um, Spider Man lets you high five people. That okay, yeah. There's that too, but also most of the conversations are really just like howdy. Right, but unlike Final Fantasy, you can shoot these people. Okay, but like, but then you're like, well, Grand Theft Auto, I can shoot everyone that I see. But they're not, they're not so, I don't know. I do feel like, I feel like you're right. It, it was kind of not a, it was a misplaced like promotion. Like you can talk to anyone because a lot of it is like, hey, mister, you got a kind face. I'm like, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like GTA always suffered from like all the clones running around. Like I've seen this person before. There's uh-huh. two of the same person right now, which that doesn't happen in well, Red Dead. Uh, maybe it's because I've just been going through Saint Denis. Uh, Saint Denis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like talking to people. I feel like my honor or whatever is capped because it stays really close to full, but it won't ever get to full. Mm-hmm. And people are like, if you want to get it to full, just go around and talk to everybody. So I've been doing that. And... Maybe it was in a saloon, or maybe it was in, like, a city square or something, but I was talking to all these ladies, um, and, like, three or four of them had, like, the exact same voice clip for the response, which was, I think it was just bonjour, because they were French. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was like, I mean, you know, it was like, whatever, because I'm not super invested or, like, immersed in this experience, because I'm just grinding out, I guess, honor, but... At the same time, it was like, oh, okay. So you do get some repeats. And there probably have been more, but they're so spread out. Because uh, if you're on like the open trail and all that, then you don't really see a whole lot of people until you shoot someone, in which case everyone is just suddenly around you. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I like it. Overall, I, I do like it. I'm going to finish it. Yeah, I'm. I like it a lot too, but I'm taking my time. And honestly, I'm going to get... I'm going to get sidetracked by Fallout 76 here for a while. Mm-hmm. Just because in Red Dead, I feel like uh, I feel like it's a good like a good game design overall. But I feel like half of my time in the game is just going to be spent riding my horse. Like on my playthrough time. Like, yeah. oh, you played 80 hours. 40 of that will be on my horse, I feel like. Probably. And I'm, I'm like, that's artificial kind of to extend the game that way. Yeah. When... 
So you can, there's something you can unlock so you can fast travel away from camp. Yeah. Which is nice, but you can't fast travel back. Yeah. And I feel like, I know that's to prevent you from ruining some cutscenes and stuff. Like, you need to be entering the camp for something to trigger, probably. Yeah. But, I mean, they can still throw you into that if you fast travel back, too, so. Yeah. But I do love those missions where they take you somewhere, and then it's like, are you going to go back with them? And it gives you... Yeah, I'm like, yes! Yeah. Absolutely! Like, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Don't leave me out here. <laughs> so those missions are good. But, yeah, I get that, too. Uh, who are your favorite, for both of you, your favorite... Uh camp members gang members uh, i guess it could change i'm only like 40 percent through the game oh, but okay. uh i enjoy the missions i do with lenny lenny's good um i i enjoy how shit hits the fan around micah though i will <laughs> say that <laughs> i would micah i was playing and um my friend was watching me play and he said, through one of, I guess, one of the ways that Micah delivered a line, like, I don't trust him. I think he's going to betray you. And he didn't, but we did kill a lot of people <laughs> <laughs> that I had to kill. But uh, for me, I think it's Lenny, not in any particular order, but Lenny, Sadie, Charles. Maybe those three. I kind of like Mrs. Grim, Grimclaw? Grimshaw? Grimshaw, yeah. Who's, yeah. Which one's Charles? <laughs> Charles is the, uh, I think he's like half black, half Native American. He's got oh, yeah, yeah, hair. yeah. Yeah, he teaches you how to hunt, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought the bow was going to be a bit more, like, important. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I use the bow a lot, though, mainly for hunting. To yeah, get, for hunting, To I get cleaner it. kills. I mean, yeah, but also there's, like, a little talisman that I got that, like, automatically upgrades any pelts you get. So I'm what? Like, I don't need this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, by one level. <laughs> yeah, I like Lenny. Lenny's I like good. hanging out with Lenny. Well, I think... It's cool because, like, when you have that one mission with Lenny at, at the bar, like, that's the most lighthearted part of the game. And it's, like, really, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I honestly, um, I guess when everyone turns into Lenny, like, I didn't, <laughs> yeah. is, that a, is that a gradual thing? Because I feel like when I first started right before that, like, they were different people. But then mm -hmm. as I was walking closer to them... It was Lenny, and then I was like, well, maybe they were Lenny the whole time. But then I looked at all the other NPCs, <laughs> and they were already Lenny, so I didn't know <laughs> when they had changed. <laughs> but yeah, I got to rob a stagecoach with him at some point. He was at like the table, and there's a little icon on the map. Mm -hmm. But I was like, no, I got to get these bounties. I need that money. <laughs> and now it's gone, so I don't know <laughs> if oh. it's going to come back. I think my favorite character I met was the one of the legendary gunmen, the one lady who's out in like the swamp. Mm. I haven't gotten that mission yet. Like, I've no? heard about it. I've only done her though. I haven't done, found anybody else. But I she, think I, I think I did all of them. She is the most fun NPC I've met so far. That was a fun mission. Yeah, because yeah. you're just like, okay, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, no, I'm enjoying the game. I Red Dead Redemption because Red Dead Revolver is a bit older, but Red Dead Redemption was the first Rockstar game I actually like completed. Oh, and beat mm. it. That's good. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like the ending. Yeah, not the first one, but it was like it came out at the perfect time of. I was in summer school for college, just moved out, and no longer living on campus by my own place. My roommate would play poker in the game for me when I was in class, and I'd come <laughs> back and play. And like, It's like the perfect summer game to play. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm enjoying this one. Still, we'll rebuy it when it comes to PC to play online with um, some people there. But... I'm, I'm excited for the online component to unlock, because that's what I played most of in, in the first game. I think I would I want care to more about like the setting and all that stuff with my own actual character yeah yeah maybe and there's something i even though like this game is definitely slower than molasses compared to like other rockstar games i do kind of appreciate how empty and like just riding your horse over the plains and stuff like that it's kind of nice like for the for the first five hours maybe. yeah <laughs> yeah like it, it like it's very pretty to look at and all that stuff I don't know. For me personally, sometimes I'm just like I, I really just want to get to this point. Yeah, across yeah, the map yeah. That too. I gotta. That, that's kind of how I feel. Like I feel like it's a weird design in that when I'm going from point A to point B, something like an event triggers along the way, and I'm like annoyed by it. I'm like, no, I need to get this or done. Like, like I you can't take me stop back right where now. you just came from. You're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actually happened to me. I was um, getting a bounty. And on the way there, I killed a rabbit, and it was like a perfect call, and I needed to send it to someone, mm -hmm. so I did that. 
So I went to the mail, sent the rabbit, went back on my way to get the bounty, and then there was a guy who, I don't know, something happened, He just like a random event, and he fell off his, of his horse, I picked him up, had to take him to the doctor, so I went back to, into the city, <laughs> took him to the doctor, uh, I guess spoilers for the next, I don't know, five seconds, watched the doctor saw off his arm, and then got back <laughs> on my horse, and then, um, you know, then finally made it to where I was going. Have you found ser- the serial killer stuff yet? I don't know. So, because there's one in the main area, and there's a few other, I know, like, areas, like, scenes that are set up, and I naturally found one, like, stumbled across, I took a trail, and then there's a corpse that had been cut in half. Oh, with no yeah. Head, just hanging from a tree, yeah. and it says, like, behold, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I go around back, and there's a head stuck on a stake with a note in it as well. Oh. I was wondering, like, what am I... Cause yeah, because I, I try to like shoot the... down the body and see if there's something on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I tried to do, too. And I was like, well, okay. Uh. <laughs> it was like, after I did that, the, the romantic mission for the two families, and I was like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good about myself. And then it's like, just crucified corpse hanging out in the tree. I was like, oh. I thought I was going to get some good guy points for shooting it down. <laughs> but no. You just got weird looks from your horse. <laughs> Well, my that's... horse is still alive. Yeah, all my horses. I haven't killed any yeah, horses. Yeah, I got the healthiest horse possible because I you know, I couldn't stand losing it. I'm like, I'm, you're, I'm getting a tank of horses. If I like, get, yeah, you're, I, you're, I, you're, you're, your character is doing like a full split sitting on this horse. <laughs> it's, a, it's a large horse. It's like I can do, I can pat my horse and I love him. Um, don't die. Mm-hmm. It feels so bad because like sometimes the horse will be programmed to jump the fence on its own. So I'll ride full gallop at a fence and it just won't do it. And we're all like, ah! like, oh, baby, I'm sorry. Don't be like that. <laughs> the first ride that and then also in the first ride that I would shoot enemy horses to get people, you know, like in combat. Because mm-hmm. it's easier to just drop the horse so the guy falls and dies. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, I'm like, I don't want to hurt the horse. Yeah, no, I'm like, I'm shooting under horses to hit people in the kneecap yeah. so they fall down so I can kill them. I'm just like, nope, can't shoot that horse. Oh. So, well, okay. Well, we know what <laughs> Seth does. I mean, like, I'm not going out of my way to do it, but I'm usually going for headshots. Well, in the first uh, Red Dead Redemption Online, like, when we were riding around in, in a posse, and we were like, dude, your horse looks sick. we got to put it down. we just shoot in the head and they'd fall off. I'm like, oh, you son of a gun. <laughs> we called the first horse you get old sickly because you could see his ribs. Oh. <laughs> also, I hate Dutch. I don't like him. I I'm, know how it, I know yeah. how this ends up, but like I don't like him. Yeah, he, he seems like the guy who's like, no, no, we're doing good. Like, why are we doing sketchy stuff? Oh, it's not sketchy stuff. And like, it's sketchy stuff. Dutch. But I also feel like he's not really bad, charismatic bad. to warrant all the support he has. I'm yeah. like, how would you convince these people to do all this stuff? Fear, like, <laughs> but not really. <laughs> like he just seems kind of incompetent at times. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Comes into your tent at three in the morning and wakes you up. He's like, I'm gonna keep waking you up until you do this. <laughs> All right, Dutch, leave me alone. Fine. I'm enjoying, though, the whole, like, hair thing, where I originally shaved everything off and looked really gross, and now I want to grow everything out as much as I can to have, like, a really gnarly beard and hair. Mm. I was doing that just to see what it looked like. Um, and, you know, I got there, but then uh, I wish there were more hairstyles, honestly. I guess the times were... You can limited. go to the barber. I mean, yeah, but I wish there were more. Mm, yeah. Like, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe maybe when online unlocks, I don't know. Probably not, but still, it's kind of cool. But also, I like it. I like the hair growing, but uh, it always seems to, at least for me in particular, like I'll get my hair cut and then I'll go to sleep, and then it's like you know two stages progressed, and I haven't I haven't had any hair tonics. I'm like I go back to the barber. By the time I'm done with that, it's like two p.m. because it took like eight hours to ride there on my horse. Because, uh, you know, every few feet, like, uh, a witness saw this, or yeah. I gotta suck poison out of another guy's <laughs> leg. And, uh, I just gave him a tonic. Yeah, I gave him medicine. I figured putting my own life in danger would give me more good points. <laughs> That's what I figured. So, here's what I... I also got the stink that bit him. I always shoot those and cook it. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it's actually... actually in the woods if you go look for it. Oh. Um... But, um, like, the whole, I feel like it's really weird that you, Arthur's presented as, like, even even he'll explain, like, oh, I'm a killer, I'm a bad man, like, I've, I've done bad shit. 
And the game's, like, giving you this, like, meter to, like, you want to be a good guy or a bad guy? Like, I'm murdering so many people, it doesn't matter what I do. Like, Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's as bad as, like, playing Mass Effect and you, like, you're like, I guess I'll do the renegade thing. And you, like, shoot up a, you know, like, a guy in an elevator. Like, did not mean to do that. Uh, well, I yeah. feel like the, I <laughs> guess like, the, Maybe yeah, I wanted to tell the guy to piss off, <laughs> yeah, but, like, kill right, him. escalation. It seems so unnecessary because there are things tied to it. Like, you get discounts in the store. So, mm-hmm. like, you get more out of being good, but I feel like Arthur would be bad. Yeah, I mean, I know they present him as, like, a, a tortured soul. Yeah. And, like. But the, the way he explains this, like, there's no, I don't feel like there's a redemption here for him. Yeah, but, but uh, who knows? <laughs> I haven't finished the game, so. What, what do you I guys know? think about Pokemon uh, Detective Pikachu, the trailer? When I first heard about it, yeah, I was like, I'm not going to see this at all. Okay. <laughs> and then I saw the trailer. Okay. And there's that Uncanny Valley, and it's kind of weird seeing your childhood realized mm-hmm. and okay. maybe not the way you'd think it would be but um i'm actually kind of excited now oh man i'm like i'm day one gonna see this movie yeah yeah i'm excited for it i i, I wanted i felt like i fell out of pokemon because i grew up and i kind of i'm ready for pokemon to mature up which and, this seems like yeah i think that's what they're doing and i think too it's a so i know some people are like why aren't we getting like a full-fledged just pokemon adventure movie i'm like well this is kind of a safe bet you know you're keeping it mm-hmm. in this weird like noir-esque you know procedural cop thing that people can understand in there's pokemon in it and it's like a dipping the toe in before you just throw in hey you're a kid this kid's going to become an ultimate trainer you know like champion everything catch the rarest pokemon yeah they're not going that way plus they'd have to like uh you know once they do that i guess it kind of died down when pokemon first came out but if they did that, then they would just have to animate a lot of, like, animals fighting other animals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think, like, the, it's kind of almost like, you know, it's like a, treating like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit where you're taking these two different mediums and putting them together. You know, mm-hmm. like the CG and the live action and it's just, you know. Here's the big stuff. question. Here's the big question. Will we see Meowth? I hope oh, we do. Probably. I mean, there's so many references <laughs> to, like, you know, regions and things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like, I feel like, I think the female, uh, she's probably a female lead. I don't know. Uh, she has a Psyduck. I'm pretty sure that's for, like, people that watch the cartoon because Misty had her Psyduck. That was mm-hmm. weird seeing Psyduck, though. That's kind of creepy. <laughs> like Mr. Mime. Yeah, Mr. Mime was creepy. (laughs) Jigglypuff was kind of creepy, too. I heard that they hired, like, one of the people that used to make those. They used to be popular, like, really, like, a while ago. Like, this artist, because you'd see them, like, every five minutes Mm -hmm. from different, like, BuzzFeed and (laughs) Vox and all all these other bullshit places. Like, this artist drew Pokemon realistically. Good for him. Here's all 150. You got to click each one. Give us those clicks, please. And here's an ad in between. Yeah, and uh, I heard they hired, you know, one of the people that I guess did one of those, which makes sense because they do seem kind of familiar. I mm-hmm. have this, like, uh, field guide, I guess, that uh, a friend got me for Christmas a few years ago, and it's very similar, like, realistic Pokemon, and it's got, like, diagrams and stuff like that. It's really cool, but uh, it looks very familiar to that, which is pretty cool to me. Originally, I mean, I with the meme of the internet, yeah, Danny DeVito should have been the voice of Pikachu because that would have been hilarious. Why do they want that so bad? That'd be pretty the, fucking cool, though. It, just because, like, I think it's, like, the gruff voice, kind of like the game. And just, you know, who would you get? Danny DeVito. But And I will say, like, Ryan Reynolds' voice is almost a bit distracting because I've seen Deadpool. So I'm like, I'm like, that's where my brain's going immediately yeah. when I hear that. But, I mean, it's, I think it's a good choice, though. Yeah. I mean, he's edgy and you can be edgy yeah, and yeah. pull those lines off. And but stuff. I think they want that, too, because they'll pull that crowd over to see this. Yeah. So. It's exciting. It's just, it's kind of, if you... You know what, Pokemon is 20 years old this year. I thought it was older than that. Is it not? 1998, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. is it really? For the US, at least? Yeah, that's, that's about right. I am almost 30. Is so. that the games? Yeah. Or, the well, game yeah, the was anime it was definitely after the game. But it's just kind of weird. You know, you would tell tw- 20 years ago us and be like, hey, you know, like you wanted a Pokemon <laughs> movie? You're going to get it in 20 I mean, years. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't wait. Keep falling like in and out with Pokemon. Um, kind of for the same reason, like, the formula for the games has been pretty much constant since its inception. Mm-hmm. You know, there have been some upgrades and things like that, but um, compared to a series like Final Fantasy, for example, and I'm not going to say that they're all good. Um, they're not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you Final know, they, they've, tried, they've tried different things, you know? Like, they're not 
all just the same turn-based, here's the magic, here's limit breaks, mm-hmm. go do it. Uh, and Pokemon has kind of been that same thing. Like, yeah, you get super moves, but it's still just like, it takes up a move slot. Well, it doesn't, but you know. But with uh, this movie, I'm kind of like back into it a little bit. Like, and I've been playing Go a lot recently, just in combination with my um, like Fitbit that I just got, because it seems like a good combo for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Let's Go. I'm getting like the addition with the Pokeball in it, just because I, I want the little Pokeball. Are tracker. you getting the Eevee or Pikachu? Eevee. Me, yeah, me too. <laughs> what are you going to get? I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to get the game right away, but I'd get Pikachu. Wow. That's what I thought. I heard also the EV version <laughs> might be easier because you get access to all the uh, eight basic. abilities. Oh. I just think Pikachu's had enough time in the spotlight and it's Eevee's turn. It used to be Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff was like second runner really? before like they hard cemented Pikachu. And wasn't Clefairy too like oh, I don't know big in the, co- in the manga? Or no, uh, Chansey was big in the manga or something? I don't know about that one. It was, yeah, it was like one of the just normal types. They're like, Americans won't like that. <laughs> but yeah, it was Jigglypuff. That's why Jigglypuff is in Smash Bros. Because they were like, who's who's the mascot? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Let's put them both <laughs> But I guess you could just say it's Pikachu at that point since Jigglypuff was an unlockable character. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm back in. I never like fully left. But I didn't even, I don't think I got halfway through the last games before I was like, eh, whatever. Well, I think the worst thing in a Pokemon game is if you put it down after you got lost. You put the game down, you come back months later, you're like, what the hell was I doing? Yeah. Yeah. They need, like, some kind of tool tip. They need, like, press down for <laughs> mission objective. And Clippy comes out, hey guys! <laughs> well, it's a Pokeball named Pokey. Pokey? <laughs> don't forget to save! <laughs> Well, who wants to to go first with their story? Mm, I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, so I read two things this week. Um, one of them was very, very short. The other, neither was like super long, but the first one in particular was incredibly short. Um, it's actually a combination of three things. I was looking for originally um, near Automata mm-hmm. uh, stuff. Just oh, I need to finish that book. I mean, like, so before I get into that, I enjoy it, but I feel like because I know what's happening, like, <laughs> it's hard to read, because, like, also there are some translation errors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, I was looking for Nier, couldn't find what I was looking for, um, but then I saw that there were a few things crossed with Bayonetta, so I looked in the Bayonetta tab. And um, there I found one that was crossed with JoJo, and I was like, wow, that actually seems like it would be a really cool combination, potentially. Um, And for anyone that doesn't know, Bayonetta is a very stylish action game uh, developed by Platinum Games. Um, I think it's, I want to say it's led by a creator who used to work for Capcom in Devil May Cry, and the similarities are very, very apparent. I know his last name is Kojima, but it's not. It's not that one. <laughs> that's got to be a hard life, right? Oh, Kojima's coming to the office. Oh, no, 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 no not, not that. I mean, like not people still like him, but he's still a great guy. What is his name? He blocks a lot of people on Twitter. Because because like they're being dicks, and he's like, "Don't ask me this question again." Block. <laughs> um. He also directed Wonderful 101, which is a great Wii U game Hideki? that I hope gets... Yeah, Tommy, yeah, yeah. Uh... No. <laughs> Hideki? That sounds familiar. I don't know. I'll look it up. But uh, We can record you saying the correct name, and I'll just cut it in. Yep, that's creative. <laughs> Hideki Kamiya? Okay, okay. Kamiya? Okay. Well, I was wrong then. I said <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> so he doesn't have that problem in life okay good uh that's weird i i anyway he directed bayonetta wonderful 101 a lot of other really cool games um so but the thing that i read was actually jojo crossed with um bayonetta and i think i've done jojo before so i won't go into that there was also a third factor into this that was not listed um do you guys want to take a guess about what this is? 
It's from your childhood. I'll give you a couple. Okay. I'll give you three. All right, minutes. yeah, please. It's from your childhood, specifically mm-hmm. the nineties. Okay. Um, it is live action. Okay. Um. And it was on Nickelodeon. Live action Nickelodeon for the nineties. Okay, in the nineties. Yeah. Said? Uh, hey, dude. No. So you're short. What Pete you and Pete. That's in Camp on Awana. Oh, no, yeah. I've never even seen that's, that that's, one. That's, that's uh, Sleeve Shorts. Oh. <laughs> oh, Sleeve Shorts, yeah. Okay. No. All that. Yes, but oh. specifically, do you... Repairman. No, but you're close <laughs> as far as, like, Was actors Piddle go. Piddle her piece? No. Good Burger. Yes. Fuck yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, this is very specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, it starts out with... Dio, who's the main antagonist of, like, the entire JoJo franchise, um, in some way or another. It's in my queue. I've not started it. It's good. I like it. They're very beautiful from what the art on Hulu shows me. Who is they? They who? Everybody. Oh, JoJo. No, yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, I'm only 14 years old and I have, like, an (laughs) eight-pack. Yeah, like, like, just like, like, these, like, perfect jaw lines. You're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, yeah. no, no. Specifically, I think Jotaro is like 16, but he's like 8 feet tall and built like a Mack truck. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, Middle school is tough. I remember being told, remember being told uh, 5 foot 10 was uh, the average height for the man of my uh, era, but you know, whatever. Not according to anime. But, uh, <laughs> so Dio is the uh, main antagonist of the entire franchise, and for whatever reason, none of it is explained, really. Um, he's dating Bayonetta, and so they like are hungry. <laughs> oh, it's Bayonetta. Bayonetta is like thousands of years old. They're both actually very, very old. Okay. Uh, but, you know, they're dating, they're hungry, so they go into Good Burger. Nice. Home uh, of the Good Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing Ed says when he walks in. Welcome to Good Burger. Home, home of the, the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Yeah, they ask. He asks them what they want. He lists literally everything on the menu. Um, she says something kind of sexual and also orders an Oreo shake. And then... <laughs> And then, I think that might have been, like, an innuendo, because, like, Ed is black and Bayonetta is white. Mm, I don't know. Okay. That's, that's the way it was framed, I think. <laughs> um, and then Dio, before they even eat, like, Dio gets some kind of weird, like, one of those JoJo's is fucking up somewhere. We gotta go take care of him. <laughs> and Bayonetta's like, yeah, you need some help? And he's like, yeah, sure. And then they go. And then that's the end of the story. That's it. <laughs> that's That's literally it. I couldn't believe I wasted time reading it. And I can't believe I'm wasting time telling you about it. <laughs> well, you just drug us down with you. So. I, mean, I don't feel like my time was wasted because I'm just imagining them listing off the menu and him going, uh-huh, I, uh-huh. On behalf of the podcast, we apologize for that story. I I give it one out of one good burger. Uh, so perfect That's 100%. What, what about a Mondo? <laughs> so, what, a perfect what about a Mondo booty burger, though? Uh, you know, that's that's... We don't talk about the competition. I always I, wanted one of their jumpsuits. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were so cool. When I, was I thought kid. that you'd get so sweaty. <laughs> um, Luckily, that didn't develop into like a weird latex fetish. Well, I don't want to kink shame, but not my thing. But he just did. Yeah. Well, I apologize. You can get on Twitter, Adam. <laughs> the second one was. Um, <laughs> What if that's like the first engagement we got on Twitter was like someone like, oh, hell no. (laughs) I mean, you know, no press is bad press. Isn't that what they say? Or publicity? All all press is good press. Okay, whatever. That's the same same story, different version, you know. (laughs) But the second story was Bayonetta uh, crossed with Devil May Cry. And it made a lot of sense. Uh, just thematically, because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Dante is half demon. Bayonetta is an umbran witch. Bayonetta is kind of like uh, being hunted by the angels, and sometimes she fucks up the demons too. She has packs with demons. That's where her like those big old fists come from. If you've ever played the game, I really or... need to play this game. You've never, really never played. Oh my god, they're actually. They're, I'm not even lying. Like they're legitimately incredible games. I I played. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which I love because it was so over the top, and I think Bayonetta is even more over the top, so I yeah. probably love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, I mean, like, the first one is very good, and the second one is, in my opinion, better in every way, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand how they made it better, <laughs> um, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, so yeah, Bayonetta is often fighting these angels, sometimes she messes around with demons, I think Dante primarily 
fights demons and things like that, like to protect people, right? I uh, think that's right, yeah. So, um, this story was more centered around the Bayonetta side of things, because um, there are no other characters from Devil May Cry in it. Um, but Dante and, well, first of all, Heaven and Hell are at war, of course, they gotta be. Um, but it's spreading into the human world, and so Dante and Bayonetta are joining forces to take him down, which sounds like, I wish the two creators were on, like, good terms, <laughs> or that Bayonetta was also a Capcom game, or something, because I just, you can't play one without thinking about the other kind of thing. I mean, how long can you juggle an enemy in both of those <laughs> games? Like, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's just great. You gotta. If I get it on Switch, yeah, I'm gonna let you borrow it. But you, like, you really gotta play it. I think it the first one's only digital though, because I bought the Bayonetta one and two, and the first one's di- yeah. digital. Yeah. Oh shit, you're right. I ain't got time. Like I said, I'm gonna be playing Fallout for a while. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so they're fighting demons together, and they're making sexual jokes at each other because that's what Dante and Bayonetta do. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. Um, and honestly, that's kind of it like they're just talking to each other fighting things something poses as bayonetta and is trying to like seduce dante and dante Mm -hmm. goes along with it and then shoots her in the stomach and it's like you know like of course you're not her how could you ever think i'd be fooled and stuff like that and then also jean and radon from the bayonetta franchise are also in there Mm -hmm. doing nothing really important um you don't really know what's going on like why any of this specifically is happening and it kind of ends there and the reason i brought it to the table today is because there's so much potential for those two franchises <laughs> to come together um well you just need him to show up and smash and then you know i mean yeah reuse in there let's get dante in and bayonetta like s tier yeah apparently she's, she's like, like really the good. best character <laughs> um she's like a long range attack right well, her thing is, like, she's the only one besides Ryu uh, that can, like, really, really combo. Because Ryu plays, like, Street Fighter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can play him that way if you want to. I, I skipped Smash on the, the Wii U. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but, yeah, she can, like, truly, truly combo. And, like, she knocks them higher into the air. So it's just easier to just mm. get a kill from, like, one combo. Whoever, like... Whoever basically gets it first and doesn't <laughs> drop the combo wins kind of nice. thing. Um, <clears throat> but there's so much potential for those two franchises. I've actually, as far as Zelda My Cry goes, my only real experience is I played a little bit of the first game in the DMC collection. Didn't get far because games in that time had fixed camera angles and pre-rendered backgrounds, yeah. which is fine. But it takes control away from what I can see, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, and no, I remember being pretty creeped out. I was like, because you'd hear the enemies off screen, they oh shit, which one? Yeah, and also the first mission is about like these puppets, and I hate puppets. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess I can't play this game anymore. Uh, so that's as far as I got. Um, and I played the first few uh, levels or missions of DMC, the most recent game. Um, did you like it? I did. I honestly, I don't quite understand why people were. Because he had a haircut. That's why people got mad. Oh, because emo. It does one thing weird because I got the definitive edition, so you have all the DLC, right? Mm-hmm. Which includes like costumes, and some of the costumes are like Dante from the previous games, but in cutscenes it goes back to the way Dante <laughs> is supposed to look in the game, which is yeah. something that I I just hate when games do that. Like in Super Mario Odyssey, if you're wearing a costume, it's in the cutscene. Well. I think some Spider-Man moments for me. Oh yeah, Spider-Man too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A strong case, a strong case for limiting player costume choice comes from Dead Rising. I don't know if you ever played that game, but like you would just destroy cutscenes with whatever you put on. Like, because I would wear like the Servbot helmet from Mega Man. Yeah. And it would like do a close up on Frank. It's just like a big smiley face. You're wearing a tutu and have boxing gloves on and like yeah, a, a football some... helmet. And you're, <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, we gotta save everybody. Yeah. You're like, okay, it Frank. It ruined any kind of tension they tried to build in those cutscenes. They're just like, nope, not happening. I, I guess that's fair. <laughs> but it's just, it's jarring. There's also a weird moment in the first mission where Dante is looking at a mirror or something. And like, a wig falls on his hair, on his head. And it's, you know, he looks like Dante. Mm-hmm. 
And then he's like, not in a million years. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, he throws it away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of potential there. I, The comments were positive, only six, but like, they're all really positive. Like, you know, please write more and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But that was back in 2012, and it's the only chapter. So I guess oh. uh, he's done with it. Or maybe they're fighting demons right now, too. Maybe, keeping yeah. us all safe and we don't even know. Our hats go off to you. God bless you. Happy Veterans Day. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go next. Go for it. Okay, so it has to do with something we've talked about already. Red Dead. Okay. And then the Evil Dead mm-hmm. slash Army of Darkness. So with that? Ash. Uh, the Sam Raimi horror films. Like with Ash, the guy with the chainsaw arm, shotgun. Oh. So this my boomstick. Is this like the, the second movie? Not like the first movie. Yeah, the first movie was a, a test. second one was they were fine. And then Army <laughs> of Darkness was Army of Darkness. I... I watched the first one thinking it was going to be like the later ones because that's all I knew about it. I was like, oh, it's a campy, it's a campy fun horror film, killing demons and ch- cutting people with a chainsaw. And I was like, oh, this is, what? This is spooky. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually even enjoyed the remake. I thought the remake was great. Um, this is a really short one, but uh, basically it starts off with Ash falling through a portal and ends up in the Old West. Nice. And he has his hand back. Um, and... He then finds a body and starts picking through it. He goes, oh, I'm in the Old West. Cool. And starts wandering and gets picked up by a gang. And then it cuts to John Marston going through town, being John Marston. Mm-hmm. Um, more of a good guy version of Marston, I guess, if you're playing it that way. And um, basically, John saves Ash. It was very short. It was kind of them kind of bumping into each other in a shit show, but... Um, it was kind of a start of something I wanted to see more of. So they basically save each other and then separate. But very short. A little disappointing on how short it was. And I just wanted like maybe three more chapters. Mm-hmm. Um, but oh, it was written well. Chapters? It was only three. Oh, okay, okay. It was written really well. I liked it. The dialogue fit Ash. And it was more Ash from the movies and not the Evil Dead show where he's even more hammy. Oh, okay. This is more like from the earlier films. Because it was written before the show came out. But... It, they both felt respectively of their own character. Um, but I liked it. Weren't there zombies in Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, there was an add-on. Oh, okay. Which actually was handled really well. Oh, I never played it. I think I was I was on zombie burnout at the time. So, yeah. But uh, I heard it was good. You could ride the four horses of the apocalypse. Oh, nice. Oh, huh. See, that story, to me, I was hoping would go like, oh, man, he's in Westworld. <laughs> That's where I wanted that to end up. <laughs> Wait, who... Who is responsible for Westworld? Uh, originally, um, Michael. Blank- Michael Crichton. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I thought you were he doesn't say... like he doesn't like theme parks. Yeah. I thought, wait. So who did <laughs> Evil Dead? Raimi. Yeah, Sam Raimi. Like, from Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Evil Dead was like his first major breakout. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I'm not familiar with the horror genre at all. Never wanted. Lots, to be. lots of blood. Never will be. I'm not a big fan. Gore. I like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. You should watch that. It makes fun of horror films. Yeah, I still don't really <laughs> want to. <laughs> <All right>, fine. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. I wanted to see more, though. That was my only complaint. Okay. And it was really short. Mm. That's always the worst. I mean, sometimes it's the best. Then you get a like, good burger <laughs> thrown in there. But uh, sometimes it's the worst. Yeah. And that gets one burger out of one burger. So. Yeah. Oh, and it was written by... Oh, I don't know. While he's looking that up, I don't know who wrote mine. But there are only so many Bayonetta fanfictions. Surprisingly. Victor Shade. Victor Shade? Victor Shade. And they also wrote a bunch of other Red Dead stuff. So, yeah. They did a good job. Westhead. Right? What? You know, someone who likes the West. I don't know. Oh, Westhead? Okay, yeah. yeah. A Westophile. (laughs) I don't know. A Westerino? (laughs) Oh, God, what would be like? Westaboo? Yeah, I was going to say a (laughs) Westaboo. Nice. Um, I can't remember if I read a read story about the cow. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, what do you guys know about Mass Effect? Um, two is one of the best games ever made. Yeah, apparently so. Um, I played the first three, um, several times because Jack kept dying mm-hmm. at the end of the third one, and I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. And I just really, really wanted that perfect playthrough. So like. I played them a lot, but uh, I enjoyed them. I played two in college. I don't know how you actually got work done. <laughs> Did you play three? 
I never finished three because I got annoyed. Okay, what did you get annoyed by? Uh, there's something. I can't remember what it was. Something just didn't gel right with me, and something else came out right around the same time, and I was playing that instead. I did really like the combat in two, though. Yeah, two played really well. The biotic stuff. Uh, oh, I hated how much online content you had to do to like even out stuff. You didn't have I, to, but it was emphasized that it would be yeah, easier. Yeah, I did. I it definitely improved your like readiness rating. Um, but I enjoyed the way they had that set up with like the loot boxes, basically. Like I think that was the game that actually started. I, yeah, that's like the first time I can remember it. Loot boxes, yeah. kind of being a big deal. But um, anyway, so I I despise the ending of three. Okay. <laughs> I felt we've like, already had this talk of yeah we have have I have I done this on the show yeah already? and okay. it was me going yeah they shouldn't have changed it yeah yeah well you just ignored all your choices basically so I found a story on fanfiction.net by Dark Griffin forty three twenty one called Mass Effect Three Salvation and basically it's like their take they wanted to write their own ending okay. essentially okay um which I wanted to see someone else's take on the ending uh I really enjoy the indoctrination theory. That came out, which is basically like the ending events aren't real. It's all in Shepard's head because he's been around the Reaper so much, and this is like how he's going through it in his mind, basically. So is he alive? So he's alive then? But like, have they? Did they win? Did the Reapers win? It depends on the ending you choose, but the indoctrination oh. theory still is basically saying like that's him trying to fight off indoctrination. Like two of the two of the endings are him giving in, and one of them is him resisting. Oh. Um, which I like that twist on it. Okay. Uh, that's how I get through thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> um, but in this one, um, they they played as a, a female ship, and they're just going through like the different teammates they lost along the way. Like mm-hmm. uh, Morden sacrifices himself, which I remember being really bummed about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they made the choice to sacrifice Legion, which I think I might have done too. I remember you had to make a pretty tough choice between like saving the Quarians or saving the Geth, and I hate I hated being. Just like walled off into those decisions, but it was it was pretty impactful in the game. Um, but basically, like they're going through that, like what they've been through, and they get to the final part where they meet the Star Child, and he explains how he's like uh, the catalyst, you know, the solution for the chaos of life. Basically, like they see it as cycles, like organics will create synthetics, synthetics will rise up mm-hmm. and wipe out all life. To save it, they bring in the Reapers to basically harvest civilizations and preserve the old life in the form of reapers and start again. Mm. And, um, it all comes back to near. <laughs> well, this makes, I, I definitely thought of like the reapers as the, uh, wow, I've forgotten. Um, what are they called in the matrix? The, the robots in the matrix, the harvesters or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I felt it was like that, like that kind of idea of yeah, harvesting humans, essentially. Life finds a way, nature will eventually overcome technology, and then technology will wipe it out and comes back again. Yeah, the cycle of yeah. that. Um, if it was very similar to that. But they essentially get into an argument with the star child that, like, hey, you're saying your goal is to preserve life, but um, you're, the way you do that is by having synthetics wipe out all organic life and start over again. So essentially you're creating what you're trying to stop and it catches the star child in like in a logic loop, like a computer, which I felt like it's been done too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know if I was really jazzed about that choice. Beating the big brain by pointing out the obvious. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't. I'm not actually satisfied with this ending either. Maybe I'm just a complainer. <laughs> um. Actually, that's a bad idea. And then the maybe you should. Maybe you should write your own. I, I should. Yeah. But you know, being a critic's more fun. And Shepard gets in his spaceship and meets Han Solo <laughs> at a bar and lives happily ever after. Have you read mine? <laughs> but um, but then after that, I like what they, they do after this, which is um, Shepard basically comes to like two months later after the events of it, and like they're in a hospital with their friends. Is it all in the mind of us? small autistic child looking into a snow globe? Honestly, that's where I thought you were <laughs> at first. I Wait, thought what you were going to say, like... Uh, was it General Hospital? <laughs> oh, I don't know. There was a show that ended where there was a kid... Like, they pan out, and then there's this kid staring at a snow globe, and they imply that he's, um, like, on the spectrum. And, like, it, like then they're like, oh, is it all in the mind of this kid's what? head? None of this happened. That's how we're going to end our show, guys. Yeah, and, like, every, like... Everyone spoofs it, because it's just, like, yeah. a what-the-hell ending. Oh, no. like, <laughs> this is what the Rugrats was really about, you know? Or... 
know, stuff like that. Or like rocket power is all in their head. Yeah. yeah. Squid that's, actually that's got where a I concussion. Thought you were, that's where I thought um, you were going out. You're going to be like, yeah, um, Shepard. <laughs> no, just... basically Shepard does save the day. Like, they're in the hospital with all their teammates, kind of just doing the... Good old, <laughs> good old fashioned ribbon like Garrus is like giving him shit about how bad they look <laughs> Miranda looks terrified <laughs> in the corner just, just, just slugs him in the gut he's yeah. like ugh bleeding <laughs> yeah basically um, <laughs> but then it goes on to uh, actually goes back to where the game starts on Eden Prime um, and Shepard's living there with I think they romance Caden in this situation okay but they're like they're living there and they have um, a daughter named Ashley um I guess you would name your daughter Ashley in honor of Ashley who died if you chose Caden then, right? Oh, yeah. Because you had to sacrifice one of the two. I guess so. Um, And then Garrus catches up with them and he's like, how you doing? Basically, he's like, because he's so good at security, he's like hid them in a witness protection kind of system so no one can find Shepard and bug them. And he's like, hey, back on the Citadel, you got action figures and games and all this stuff? And they're like, I don't hear about it. (laughs) Leave me alone. Okay. Um, it's actually, I like the interaction between the characters. It feels like something that could be in the game. Like, they did an excellent job with that. Mm-hmm. That's good. And by the end of it, it kind of cuts forward a thousand years to some kids uh, learning about the events of what happened in the game and Shepard. And then an elder, Asari, comes in to talk to them. And I think it's probably Liara that mm-hmm. they're referencing here. They don't name her. But she's like, well, she kind of starts to tell them what happened and then it cuts. So I did. I definitely like the recap they gave here. Yeah. Instead of, like, the more cut-and-dry history lesson of the ending of 3, it's more, like, buddy-buddy. So, of course, I'm going to like that more, but, um, yeah. You saying all this remind like, I've played those games quite a few times, but, like, I can't remember that much about them, like, as far as the actual story elements. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to stop the Reapers... From doing, I guess, what it is Reapers do, which is yeah. exterminate life? Yeah, and then form organic life into Reaper form to preserve it. Because the Reapers were organics before. Okay. Yeah. Um, and where do the synthetics come in? Um, each cycle they're watching, like... Oh, is that what uh, Legion is? He's like he's one that yeah. defected? Or no? Yeah, so the Geth were originally, like sentient but they got indoctrinated by the reapers oh okay, and they started okay. working for them that way okay okay i am trying to think of this like i'm trying to relate it to near not like related to near mm-hmm. but like you know if, like okay, the if these teams. people are these people then yeah. like who is you know a to b and x to y and all that stuff yeah i feel like synthetics and cycles comes up quite a bit in science fiction or it's been a theme that i've seen at least three times by now mm-hmm. but um it's always a little different when they do it so well, they didn't. They didn't Wait, Westworld so, too. <laughs> but the original ending of three, like Shepard fails until they edit it, and then Shepard succeeded. No, there's a. So, your your options are. Make everything integrated, synthetic and organic. Okay, that seems pretty good. Destroy. The Reapers, I think. No. When I played it, I rejected it, so I walked away, which is essentially the destroy option, I think. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was, like, given to Reaper Control or something. Oh. Uh, I'm probably getting this wrong, but those are, like, the three options that I can remember. Mm-hmm. But one of them resulted in a cutscene of Shep- Shepard's in seven armor, mm-hmm. and at the very end, there's a gasp. Like, you see the chest rise, mm-hmm. and it goes black after that. So, presumably, one of the options, he survives. Okay. Which, that's the only, that scene is the only reason the indoctrination theory has any merit, because you're in a space station, you're in outer space, so it's like if he's breathing, he's in an atmosphere somewhere, there's no way you would survive re-entry from an exploding Mm -hmm. station, so they're like, well, maybe this is all in his head and he was on Earth the whole time. Hmm. Maybe they did play those again. Maybe they'll release a collection for those, so I don't have to boot up 360. They're backwards compatible on Xbox One now, and they have the remastered graphics on them. Definitely don't have an Xbox You can borrow them. Oh. You can, huh? When I'm done with that, you can borrow that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now that I'm talking about it, I guess I like this story more than I thought I did. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to finish Andromeda. I just don't care. I oh. got about 10 hours into it. And the characters are just... The characters remind me of people I've seen before instead of me being interested about the characters now. Okay. That's fair. 
because I feel like these all feel like cardboard cutouts of people from the first game. Like there's a the Krogan. I mean, all the Krogan are warlike, so they're going to be similar. But I'm like, I just wish Rex was here. You know, kind of yeah. that feeling. Okay. Man, and it's noodly, like I said before. Like the I, I like the that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not what they were going for, but I like it a lot. No one can look you in the eye when they talk to you. I I wish they hadn't fixed the facial expressions. I thought they were great. Uh, to each their own. <laughs> but Seth is wrong. <laughs> no, I I think they're good. They're they're fine. So we got we got a little more time here, and I think I mentioned this to you earlier but this this is going to be kind of our christmas episode when this comes out it'll probably be 2019 but um do we have any predictions about christmas or wish lists that we want to get out into the into the internet what do you mean i don't know i'm just making shit up oh <laughs> like what what do you want for christmas seth like in regards to this podcast, <laughs> I don't. That's why I'm confused. Like, what do you? Could be for yourself or for the show. Oh, um, I honestly, I'm not even sure what I would say because I mean, like, we have, like, what we're doing so far. Like, we have everything we need for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know anything in particular that would make it better uh besides like cloning ourselves and then having two of each of us yeah yeah yeah. or fancy (laughs) equipment (laughs) um but like for what we're doing i feel like everything is working pretty well i i don't i don't know what i would say personally um i don't know i guess that doesn't really help but (laughs) i'm still not 100 percent sure what you mean (laughs) uh well, if I could wish for anything for the show, I guess it would be more mics, so we can each have our own mic. Oh, right, okay. And get that sweet, sweet audio quality that how I so that, desperately want. How does that work exactly? Like, how do the other mics not pick up the other people? Because so, I'm mean, like, I've seen that, of course. But we're, like, we're using JJ's equipment right now. Thank you, JJ. Yeah. This can be 360 or it can be directional. And if oh. it was directional, it wouldn't really get any crosstalk. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'd also like a professional radio studio. Well, see, this uh, is what it was like, you know, like, (laughs) I guess let's be a little reasonable. (laughs) No. Santa's listening. I can ask for whatever I want. Okay, okay. Yeah, but you've not been a good boy. I've been a great boy. Just not in Red Dead Redemption 2, which I've shot a lot of innocent people. Santa knows? (laughs) Santa plays it, too. Santa made the game, so... (laughs) You know Santa's gonna throw down. Yeah. Those elves program that horse running that fence. They know what's up. Did that logic ever trip you up as a kid, though? You'd be like, I want to ask for this, but you'd see the item you wanted in store, and like, yeah, but Sam's going to make it for you and bring it. You're like, what? Hmm? I, Santa got me the wrong thing one year, and that's when I figured it out. I'm like, oh, shit, I've been lied to. I found out because I walked <laughs> into my dad's office, and I saw, because I had asked for like a little like practice guitar, acoustic as a kid, you know? And uh, it was sitting there in the corner. <laughs> and I was like, and it, but it was wrapped, and it said, you know, to uh, JJ from Santa, and I was like, "Why is this here?" And it's like December third, and my dad's like, "Oh, he just dropped it off early." <laughs> and I was like, "Math does not add up." <laughs> uh, studio microphones, mixer. Wait, when did you know Santa was? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it wasn't like a specific event, as far as I can recall. I th- oh, Seth's covering up. He just found out. <laughs> yeah, oh shit! We both said. I um. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Do not ask why. <laughs> but yeah, I don't recall like a specific event. I don't know. I think maybe it just didn't seem. Well, you remember the guilt knowing, but you, your parents like don't tell the other kids yet, and you're like, oh, okay. No, my mom. I accidentally told never, one kid. My mom and dad yeah. never really. They never said that to me. Oh, my parents always told me don't like tell their kids. Like. The fuck does it matter? Like, <laughs> you're ruining the magic for other people. That's uh, life. Free hosting. Um, merch. A me undie sponsorship. Underwear, custom underwear. Let's talk about it, because I actually, I gave, <laughs> I'm buying you both me undies. I gave JJ his pair today. Star Wars, they glow in the dark. Mm-hmm. 
Yours are on the way. They'll be here probably next week. Is he okay. not getting Star Wars? No. Because remember when I asked you, like, you, you both, like, if you like Star Wars? I was only going to get... Because that was only good for the one <laughs> I thought we, Oh, okay. I thought we were getting matching underwear and I was getting really excited to be oh, like... okay. Well, I mean... <laughs> but I match with, do I match with you? No. Because I, I specifically... I. <laughs> wait... Do you need to go to the bathroom? Well, too? see, wait, hold on. <laughs> I was gonna throw it at him, but like, take it back. Because <laughs> there are, in the smaller sizes, which you guys are, you guys are the smaller sizes. Wow. Of the patterns. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, like, all I'm saying is that you know, my Magnum Dawn can't fit in the medium. That's all I'm saying. Um. But the the prints run out a lot faster in like XL and 2XL for some reason. Uh, but they do not like so they might still have Star Wars. I don't know, but mm-hmm. uh, yours are coming. They're okay. really good. You're gonna. I want a status update when you oh, take I, a shower. I, I gotta wash them first and then put them on. Oh, I mean, like they're fine. Next up, <laughs> next episode, we're gonna have a a nice candid review of the underwear we got. I'll say we'll do it right now. They're great. I'm wearing some right. <laughs> now. I haven't I haven't gotten mine yet. I don't know. Well, you, <laughs> what uh, what are forward. you wearing? What theme? Um, I don't want to say because it confirms <laughs> what I have said earlier in previous episodes is the cheetah print. <laughs> Which I feel like I'm always wearing when I come here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would like to have shirts. Which actually I could it's totally within my power to design and have printed out online. But Yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. Because that's what you need. You need visual stuff for audit like audio i saw when i went to charleston i saw a guy um wearing a is it pod bless america mm. what is that is that a show right yeah it sounds okay. it sounds good um it's like former white house staffers oh is that who they yeah. are oh uh-huh. okay that makes a lot more sense now because I, I recently saw an episode and i was like huh just like a political <laughs> they know a lot about show, this topic podcast like thing i didn't because mm. i caught it halfway through if i could wish for only one thing be a guest appearance on our show by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> and we introduce him <laughs> correctly. <laughs> See, that would be the kind of thing that he would block me on Twitter for if I was like, you know, Mr. Kojima or like Kojima song or whatever. He'd mm-hmm. be like, my name is Kamiya Block. <laughs> <laughs> so, oops. Oh, my bad. But yeah, the, those are my unrealistic demands for Christmas 2018. Okay. I want big headphones, like complete sound cut off. Beats by Trey. Well, no, <laughs> with like the the really big uh, drivers. Jack. Mm-hmm. The big drivers. Cams, but. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're talking, but you want you want a uh, bigger than a three point five jack. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. My dad had a stereo that did that, mm-hmm. and those were really good. I remember. Because uh, they had a regular 3.5 millimeter yeah. jack that plugged into the bigger jack yeah. and plugged into yeah. the stereo. But like using those headphones like on my Game Boy Advance <laughs> was the best thing. Surprised the Game Boy could actually drive power through those. Yeah, I don't know. Probably wore down the battery quicker. I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but we uh, we are open to other holidays, not just Christmas. You could you could have a happy Hanukkah. Um, we're gonna red cup oh it. yeah that's what's right. right what's that starbucks, starbucks when they red cup the thing and everyone oh, freaks yeah. out <laughs> more on christmas mm-hmm. you can have a happy war on christmas if that's what you want if that's what you yeah that's right worship happy holiday <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a satanic holiday i don't know i feel like anyone that was <laughs> unversed would just say winter solstice okay have a happy winter solstice from all of us at the Dorky Dorky Literature Club. Um, if you want to tweet at us, you can do that at Dorky Dorky LC on Twitter. Or just uh, use the hashtag Dorky Dorky Lit if you see something cool you want us to read or look at. Maybe fan art. Maybe um, some fun videos you can read on YouTube about Super Smash Bros. I'm sure that's going to happen. Or send us cat videos. I don't care. We'll look at any. Well, okay. I'd like some recipes. <laughs> if you put any requests yeah. out there, send me some recipes. Good recipes for Seth. Yeah, we will not look at anything. We'll look at most within things, reason things that are funny. I'll look at anything once. <laughs> Let's throw that. Out. <laughs> okay. 
You gotta look at it to figure out if you like it or not, right? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, thank you for listening. And as always, stay, stay fantastic. fantastic.